0: the door, we be looking at the door of service and um, at the time when I got uh, this topic, I couldn't help but feel like, oh my god, if there's something that's, um, for those of us that are in POI, and people of influence, if there's something we always, always talk about is um, the word service, you know, and how it has played an integral part of, you know, how we function as a ministry and even as a people. Um, over the years, I think it was this word has come to us since I think it was a year ago, where we looked at the word service and how the word service in Hebrew is also um, is, um, is also the word of Eved and how Eved actually means five things. And it is um, work, serve, servant, worship, and slave. So basically when you see the word in scripture, the word um, event, what, what what it's saying is talking about um, work as in the work you do with your hands. And then it also talks about serving um, and then he talks about being a servant and he talks about being a slave and being a bond servant. And then lastly, it also talks about worship, you know, worship after God. And if you remember that scripture in the book of Exodus, when um, the Lord will say to Moses, tell um, tell Pharaoh to let my people go that they may serve me. That word "serve" there is also the same word you know, that was used in that time. So we're talking, remember, we're talking about the door of service and just entering that door and seeing what the Lord has to offer as far as service in the kingdom of God goes and what it all means and how it plays a part um, in this season for what the Lord is doing. So that word, like I said, is, Um, the same word that was used at the time when the children of Israel were supposed to be liberated from Egypt. And the purpose purpose of their liberation was always clearly stated and said that so that they may serve me. Some versions have it as so that they may worship me. And even the location upon which they will worship you know, is very vital to, you know, what we're talking about today because it says in different scripture, one says that he may worship me, in the, that he may serve me in the wilderness, the other it says that he may do so upon the mountains. Um, so yes, um, one of the first places where, you know, that, that word was mentioned was um, in the book of Genesis 2 verse 15. And we're going to be praying. This is a prayer call. Um, Genesis 2 15. And it says that the Lord took the man and he put him in the garden of Eden. It says to tend and to keep it. Um, so, that word to keep it is the word that is used in that sense for work. And um, basically, just looking at that scripture, what it tells you is um, the reason why the Lord put Adam in that um, garden in the first instance was so that he could till the ground, so that he could work the ground, so that he could dress the ground. And, you know, like I said, in the times when he said, Come and serve me, when he was talking to the children of Israel, the reason, the place where they did it was always of like, utmost important, and we see that even in Adam's story, because it was in the Garden of Eden that he was meant to serve, and if you consider the meaning of Eden, it actually means the delight, um, delights, it means the delight of God, the Garden of Eden is the delight of God, so when the Bible was saying that, you know, the Lord took Adam and he placed him in the Garden of his delight, basically, he was saying he was putting him in the place of his delight. you know, that he may serve him in that place, you know, and, how even the Garden of Eden, if you read through the stories, you see what that whole land, you know, what, what it meant to God and what, what he had to serve. Because what, what happened in those times is that every day, you know, the Lord would come into that place, you know, and to meet with Adam upon the same ground that Adam was meant to keep. So what that tells me is that um, first of all, one of the purposes of Eden was to host the presence of God. And the Lord put Adam in that place so that he may tend and keep that place for the Lord. So basically, um, what I'm loosely saying Is that Adam was created that he may guard the presence of God, you know, and it's so funny how when it seemed. You know, they chased him out of that same ground and another took his place because the angel of the Lord began to, you know, guard the place. They began to do the work that was given to Adam. The land never changed. The purpose of the land never changed. It was just the person himself who changed. So that tells you, you know, the sole purpose of, who, um, of the person who God had created and even for you as a person because we see that what's happening here is that the Lord had placed Adam there that he may steward and, you know, guard the presence of God as in there you know, so it wasn't just the physical um, work as it were, but it was also in that place of, you know, worshipping and just revering God and having the place of intimacy with him. So I know that if we're knocking on the door of service, what we're also knocking on is the door of intimacy. But even more than that is the is, is the ability to steward that intimacy or that presence. And so this is going to be our first prayer this evening. And we're gonna, just going to ask the Lord, you know, um, I remember that scripture that talks about grieving the Holy Spirit, there is a burden of you know, carefulness that is placed on us as a believer, so that we don't allow um, any room for the Spirit to to leave us or to escape, or as it were, you know, we don't we don't allow ourselves get to the point where we are fighting the Holy Spirit, and you may think, oh, it is the big things. I have found that, you know, it is always, it is not always the big things. Sometimes it is the small things. It may be that the Lord is saying, keep your mouth in the season. It may be that the Lord is saying, separate yourself to me. You know, it may be that the Lord is saying actually come and serve me in the wilderness away from people and away from certain activities so that you may receive the fullness of it it's the same way the Lord called um, Adam not to the ends of the earth but he called him to the place of um, to Eden and so we know that this is what the Lord is doing in this season so if he's saying that this is a time of intimacy if he's saying that this is a time of the spirit then the burden is on us to keep the Bible talks about how you know the 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 dove rested upon on on, on Jesus and the spirit of the Lord descended upon him as a dove but there was no record of him living and that tells you that at every point in time Jesus was very conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit so this is our prayer this evening that the Lord will give us a new consciousness of his spirit it is not enough to know that we are blessed it is not enough to know that we have the Holy Spirit but to carry him in a manner that is worthy um, of him and even in scriptures every time we did that the children of Israel there were precepts that were given to them in the way they ought to carry. A man, I think Uzair even lost his life in the way he carried God. So we know that the burden of carrying him is with us. So this is our prayer this evening, Father, that for as many that even need um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, for many that even need um, the, the, the invasion of the Holy Spirit into their life, we ask that you will pour abundantly in the name of Jesus. We ask Holy Spirit that you will fill up the dry places of our lives, oh God, and you will give us and you will fill us by your Spirit, oh God. We pray Baba, that you will just open yourself and you will pour out yourself onto us. We know that in the day when, when you made Adam, you must have been to yourself that this is the place upon which i will rest this is my temple this is you know the ground upon which i will walk on again and so father you made him that he may be able to receive you the fullness of who we are and the 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 creation that you have made that is us is so that we'll be able to receive you every eye every nose every hand everything so that we may be able to you so father we just ask oh god for the influx of the holy spirit into our lives again oh god we ask that you will baptize us with your sweet sweet spirit right now in the name of jesus and even more holy ghost we ask for the grace to be able to carry you we ask for the consciousness of mind and of spirit to be able to carry you we know that you 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 are a god that is holy and nothing nothing that is all that is defiled will come not uh, near to you and so father we ask for that season of consecration, we ask that you will consecrate our things, we ask that you will consecrate our minds, we ask that you will consecrate our thoughts, we ask that you will consecrate us, oh Father, from etuku, that we may be able to carry you, oh God, oh de a new consciousness of your spirit, holy one, a new consciousness of your spirit within each and every one of us, oh God the same consciousness oh, Father, that Solomon had in the day when he moved the ark of a covenant over, oh because for every step there was a sacrifice that was given it wasn't just about the blood but it was the heart of the man towards you it was the consciousness of the spirit that he had within him that made him see and told them to kill all the animals that he killed oh God and so father we just ask that you will put in us oh God we ask oh God this same way Jesus was able to function fully as God because he had the spirit and he hosted the spirit within him that we also will be able to function in such a manner in the name of Jesus we pray Baba that we will have the wisdom not to grieve him we ask Baba that you will give us the wisdom for engagement in this season let every word go through the school of the spirit let every thought go through the school of the spirit let every position every thought every knowledge oh God be subjected to him right now in the name of jesus we just pray that the government of the spirit will rise over us in the name of jesus holy one we ask oh god that you walk through the season with us hand in hand oh god the bible says that he will be with us and this will be the proof that he has sent us so god we ask that you will be with us oh god thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit because we know you are always with us. We thank you, Baba, because you have given your spirit that we may function fully and effectively, O God, upon the face of the earth. And we thank you because we have an abundance of it. We thank you because we have an abundance of your presence. And we know that you have created us that we may tend and keep your presence, O God. And so, Father, we ask that you will help us to become effective workers in this regard. You will help us to become effective servants in this regard, keeping and Attending and dressing your presence, O God, that you may be beautified in our lives at all points, that you may be glorified within us, O God. And everything about us, will speak of your glory, of your splendor, and of your excellence, O God, in the name of Jesus. From Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, um, the book of Exodus 3, verse 12, we're still on the door of service. Um, and I said earlier that, you know, the word service is also the word for work, serve, servants, worship, slave, and how the children of Israel, every time the Lord said to Moses, so to Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. It was that same word, you know, that, that they were used. And you can see that they were slaves to Pharaoh. And God was saying, actually, that they should come be slaves for me? And we look at what all of that means. Anyways, in the book of Exodus 3, verse 12, um, if you have your Bibles, please get that. It says that um, so he said, I will certainly be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. It says, When you have brought the people out of Egypt, it says, You shall serve God upon, um you shall serve God upon this mountain. Like I said earlier, um, knocking on the door of service is also knocking on the door of intimacy. The Lord takes the children of Israel from Egypt from the place of worshipping other gods and consecrating themselves to other gods and he brings them to the wilderness. And we see that, you know, through the course of the Old Testament, if there was any time where, you know, the very presence of God was recorded even on a daily basis, was in the place of the wilderness. So he took them out from that place and he placed them right in his presence because you see that he, he goes with them, you know, when they cross through the Red Sea, he comes in the pillar of cloud and fire, and every time they were in the that he was there with them day and night day and night there was always a record for his presence so every man every woman every child could see physically the manifestation of the presence of God you know and there were times even he would come upon the mountain and he would present himself to the people and consecrate them to himself. You know, so there were so many instances when Moses would go up onto the mountains, when he would come up um, before the tabernacle, and he would speak face to face to Moses. Of course, the other people could see him also. You know, so the the, the recorded presence of God was known through the exodus of Israel through that time so we know that when he was saying come and serve me he was also saying come and behold my face he was also saying come and be with me he was also saying come and be intimate with me so we know that you know knocking on that door is knocking on the door of um intimacy and then it doesn't just stop there he He's called he was placing a demand on them to serve him, but not just serving the way they want, but serving in the manner and the way he desires that they serve him. You know, and this is very true of the character of God, because even then when Jesus was talking to the woman by the well in John 4, she was saying um that they were talking about the manner of worship that was happening in her time. And Jesus was like, nah, that's not it. You know, at this point in time is that we may worship him um, in truth and him and in spirit. So even from the time when um, Israel was to leave Egypt, the manner of worship or the kind of worship that he ought to give to God, he was saying it even up under the, the time when um, Jesus was standing with the woman um, you know, by the well. He was saying, this is how I want you to serve me. And this would take me also to the book of um, Matthew 25, the story of uh, um, the talent. The Bible talks about how the master you know, went, was going on his way you know and he calls his people and he gives them you know talent and he, he basically is telling them to go multiply you know as a way and the ones that did multiply were the ones who understood the work and they understood how the master wanted to be served it wasn't a matter of if you understood him as a person it's just just know that okay, this is what you ought to do, and this is how you ought to do it. And so even God did the same for Israel when He began to give them the law and the you know the Levitical Order and how they ought to do all of that. So we know, and the reason why I'm taking my time to say all of this is because again, we're in that place where we're still within the presence of the Lord. And for me, it may look very different from what it may look for you, but what it may look like for you. For me, it may be a season of fasting, you know, but for you, the Lord is saying, Oh. Don't talk too much again. For me, it may be a season of, you know, always, um, I don't know what it may be, you know, whatever vow it is, whatever it is that I'm basically trying to point at the things that the Lord um, is saying to you in this season um what the lord is what he's what he's given to you as instructions of consecrations in this season because even before Israel was to see the lord they had to sanctify themselves they had to do certain ordinances before they got into that presence and this this is something similar to what i feel like the lord is saying you know that there are certain instructions that he is giving you and you may say oh but um um you know, I don't think I've heard. The Lord is always speaking. Say to him, what would you have me do to what this season? What are the consecrations I ought have to have in this season that I may be able to you know, keep your presence? I know that we are fasting. Are you fasting? Um, there are certain things that the Lord may have told you. There are a dream, you read a word. You know, I know that the Lord is speaking in this time so you want to be very conscious of that because he needs to be served in a certain manner. The children of Israel knew how to serve the the, the gods of Egypt through an image. The minute they cross over into that um, that land, the Lord said to them, "You will not make an idol of me. You will not make me any image, you no know, form, not in the heavens, under the heavens, and even on the heavens, you know, even on the earth, because you know there was a set pattern of worship." So we're just going to be asking that, you know, the Lord will reveal unto his people. And I need you to take this prayer very seriously and to think about it and to say from a place of belief and a place of understanding, knowing fully well that, again, we're on a journey with God. And so, Father, we just pray this moment that you will begin to reveal to each and every one of us, oh God, how we ought to serve you and how we ought to work for you and to please you in this time, how we ought to... God, that garden of delight, oh God, and God, your presence, Father. We pray, Papa, that you will cause us to come into that place of deep understanding and revelation of how we ought to be with you, oh God. Father, we ask that you will show us the path that we ought to take. We ask that you will show us the vows that we ought to make. We ask, oh God, that you will show us the consecrations that we should have in this time, oh God. If you need us to abstain from certain things, if you need us to embrace certain things, by your spirit, we ask that he will guide us right oh God because he will show us and he will tell us the way we ought to obey be left or be right and I just pray for the increase of the voice of the Lord over your people right now in the name of Jesus because we are needing we're needing your voice right now to be able to descend and to be able to navigate the season so Father we just pray that your voice be multiplied in our lives in the name of Jesus that your voice will come like a thunder in each and every one of our lives oh God we pray by that this will be a season where we know this will be a season where we understand this will be a season where we recognize the voice of God concerning all matters in the name of Jesus we just pray Baba, that the the, 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 the the thundering of your words oh God you'll be increased in the name of Jesus we will hear them like the sounds of many waters oh God it is inevitable it is loud oh God that is how we receive your voice oh God and we even receive grace to be able to do the things that you are asking us to do, because I know that for some of us, we have already received this instruction, but the grace to be able, the ability to be able to go into that place of complete obedience has been lacking, but Father, we ask that by your spirit again, that you will multiply grace within us, oh God, by your spirit again, you will give us a new way, new strategies in the name of Jesus, we ask that by your spirit, you will show us the path and the perspective that we need for this season of engagement, oh God. O akanmbela me ne la koska ha jete le moto jetel da mande de geska Oh, let your grace be multiplied upon this ground, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Teach me how to love you yet again, oh God. Teach me how to please you yet again, oh God. Teach me how to worship you yet again in truth and in spirit. Show me the new pathways of worship, oh God, that you have given unto me and you have made available unto me, Baba. Show me how to please you again, oh God show me how to come into the place of your delight baba show me how to how to be friends with you again oh god take me to that place of engaging you again for there was a season once before where i was just the the the, the center of everything you did and I, and i believed you to be the center of everything i did also there was that time oh god when i knew the lord very intimately there was a time when there was nothing no situation no conversation i I did not say to him. There was not, there was a time where you know I i talked to him, I wrote to him, I journaled, I emailed, I did everything just to be in his presence, oh God. And I did it from a place of truth. And I did it from a place of understanding. I did it from a place of love. Baba that you would take us to that place again in the name of Jesus. You would help us find our way back to the garden, oh God. You will help us find our, our way back to the secret place, oh God. You will show us the portals of yourself, the secret place yet again. We ask, oh God, and we receive strength to journey even back to that place in the name of Jesus. Oh, bless us with the abundance of your presence again. For oh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And um, the Bible says in the book of Genesis 2.5, this was actually the first place um, the word um, ever was mentioned. And it says, before any plant um, of the field was in the earth, and before any herb was on the field, sorry, and before any herb of the field had grown, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and he says there was because there was no man to till it it says there was no man to tell it the reason why i'm quoting that scripture is because i believe that in the season of um servitude and in the season of just posturing your heart to be truly a servant of the lord and to truly desire to do his will because that's what it means to be a servant to do his will you know to, in that place of doing that is also the place of abundance it also is it's also the place of um, lessons and you know the bible says that you know before he caused all of these things to grow. He said he did not cause rain to come because there was no man to till the ground. He did not cause his blessings to rain. He did not cause the abundance of his spirit to come. He did not cause you know, the waters that will water the ground to come. It says rather he caused the mist from the ground to water them. But the blessing of rain was not given because Adam was not found. It wasn't given because Adam wasn't made. It wasn't given because Adam hadn't come into the place of his presence. And so I, I feel like this is a secret for many of you, especially when it comes to um, resources and finances. And the reason why you haven't gotten into that place where you, where, where you, you know, um, actually um, gotten into the place of your abundance is because there is no man. God hasn't found you in the place of His delight. God hasn't found you in the place of His worship. And He says, "He withheld the rain until Adam Adam had come." It was only after Adam had come you know, that the rain came, and I know this to be true, because also um, in the book of um, Proverbs 12 verse one, um, the Bible says that he says he who tills his land will be satisfied with bread. It says, he who tills this land will be satisfied with bread. And you may say, but how even the children of Israel experienced the truth of this word? Because it was in a time when the Lord said to them, separate yourself. You know, it was in a time when the Lord took them from Egypt and placed them um, in the wilderness. You will think it will be the opposite. You will think it will be that place where you will be looking for bread and water. But every time they they ate it was a miracle in itself because they had manna from the heavens, they ate the food of angels, they drank waters from rock from hard places so the abundance of God was everything around them. In fact, it's so funny, it was when they got to the land that was flowing with milk and on it that they had to now work for themselves, you know but in that place of the wilderness, in that place where the Lord was calling them to serve it was to serve him, not to serve the land not to serve anything, not to serve any Pharaoh, not, not to make an idol of anything and it says it was in that place that the abundance of God was given. It says, "The man who tills the land says he shall be satisfied with bread." It is not just that you receive bread, but you also come into the place of satisfaction. You don't come into the place of wanting. You don't come into the place of you know having the abundance, but not being able to partake of it. You don't come into that place where it is given to you, but you don't know how to engage. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So we just pray in this season because we are knocking on the door of servitude. And it is even just saying, God, give us the opportunity to serve you. Give us room to serve you. Give us the desire to serve you. Give us the grace that is needed for service, O oh God. Help us to actually enjoy service in you, oh God. Show us the many ways that we can utilize serving in the kingdom, O oh God. Open up the door of service unto us because we know also in that place and opening that door will get us to the place of abundance. So this is our prayer this evening, oh God. Now you will cause it to rain because Adam has been found. You will cause it to rain because I have been found. You will cause it to rain because I understand worship now. You will cause it to rain upon me because I understand what it means to guard your presence. You will cause it to rain upon me, God, because I am a servant in the household household of God. And so, Father, we just release that blessing over your people right now in the name of Jesus. A man who works is worthy of his wages. And so, Father, we release it in the name of Jesus. The abundance of God will release it. The abundance of bread we release it. The abundance of the Spirit we give it holy to the children of God right now in the name of Jesus. And I just begin to bless you and I say receive of the hands of the Lord. We pray for supernatural provisions right now in the name name of Jesus. For as many of us that may be in a certain place of hardship or we feel like we're in a hard place, Baba, I pray that you will release the resources of heaven, even if it be in our in our minds and in our thinking faculty, we ask, O oh God, that you will release the abundance of your spirit over your people right now, in Jesus' name. or kabande, made abound thegether have an abundance, an abundance, abundance, because we have dared to till the grounds of service, because we have dared to till the grounds of your presence, because we have dared to engage you yet again, because we have dared to remember the name of the Lord again. Because we have dared to place upon our hearts only the Lord. Because we have placed um our eyes only on him and we have said it is him and him alone we will serve. And today we just remember those vows again and we take them today, the, saying it is only the Lord that we will serve. And as Joshua declared, he said, Even me and my household, and so shall it be upon my family, so shall it be upon my friends, so shall it be upon my community and my circle in the name of Jesus, because we know that it is from that place that we receive abundantly from the hands of the Father. So this is our prayer, Holy Spirit. Matoba, 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 we receive, we receive, we receive, Holy One. Give us capacity, O oh God. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um also knocking on the door of service is also knocking on the door of healing. Um, there's a scripture that I love so much. Um, it's in the book of Exodus 23, verse 25. If you have your Bible, you can look at it. Um, Exodus 23, verse 25, and it's a very popular one. He says that you shall serve the Lord your God, and he says he will bless your bread. So, again, the place of abundance, because we know um, bread speaks of the word, he also speaks of provision. He says, and he will bless your bread and your water, and he says that I will take away sickness from the midst of you. So this is the word of the Lord concerning us, even as we declare. and Even before praying this prayer, I would actually like us to declare, wherever you may be, say to yourself and say to the heavens and say to the earth, says, as for me, I will serve the Lord. That's all it takes. As for me, I will serve the Lord. This is the consciousness that we have in this season. There is no other path that we have chosen to take. There is no other vow we have taken in this season, but that we will serve God. And we have detached ourselves, you know, from the land and the, you know, shackles of Pharaoh. Pharaoh being um, the things or the affairs of this world. Pharaoh being the things that take us away from the presence of God, and they have the power and the hold over us, you know, saying that we have released ourselves by the blood of Jesus into the very fold of god saying that we have come into that place of serving him alone and saying even daring to say over our families and even the ones who aren't necessarily serving him right now because of the day when moses said to the children of israel um you know the lord has delivered you let us go you know the lord is calling you into this place it was all of israel that got out you know it was families upon families and so father we say to our families and even to the very ones who may not necessarily be of the faith right now and we dare declare over them and we say even they will serve you because this is a season of our worship to god this is a season of our service to god and it says i will take away um sicknesses away from you So this is a time of healing, and I want you to hold on to that word today, and just begin to declare that you know whatever sickness or infirmity that you may have, it may be, um, it may not even be physical as they were, it may be the weariness of your soul. Say to the Lord, you have said unto me, I will take these things away from you. So I know that in this time where we are seeking servitude is also the time when we receive healing from God. You know, the Bible talks about how the children of Israel didn't go weary in the wilderness. And so It said their clothes did not tear, their feet was not on, their sandals were kept in check because the healing power of God was always upon them so they could always regenerate um, their Cells and everything even to their clothing somehow you know because healing was always a big part of the conversation of God with them so we know that it is possible so even as we enter into that place of servitude as we enter into that consciousness of servitude Baba, we ask that every infirmity that plagues us will be done away with in the name of Jesus. We declare that it is a season of healing and if you're feeling pain anywhere, just declare it over it because this is the word of the Lord concerning you that he will take it away from you. There will be a divide between you and that sickness. There will be a disparity between you and that sickness. And so Father, we ask that your healing rain will come upon us in the name of Jesus. And I feel strongly to pray for those um, when I said the weariness of, his, um, um, of your soul. And so Father, I just bless your people right now because many of us um Many of the people on this call may be like weary um, travelers who have journeyed and journeyed and journeyed and they have said to themselves, I have journeyed thus thus far. And this is what I have gained for it, the lack of strength, weakness. And so, Father, I just bless them today. And I see they come into the place of strength. They awaken into the place of strength in the name of Jesus. I pray for their souls and I see receive the revival of the Lord. The Bible talks about the devil pants after the waters. It says, so does my soul pant. After you and I pray over you that grace, speed, strength to reach the waters of the Spirit you will find again in the name of Jesus. And you know we talked about the presence before now. I say you will find your way back. I say you know how to find your way back in the name of Jesus. It is as though something has come over you. It is as though a new direction and a new zeal has come over you. And I dare say to you, dare say to you today, you arise in strength in the name of Jesus. No more shall you go into the place of weakness. No shall you go into the closet of weakness But you are rise into the very strength of god you are rise into the very strength of your father and i bless you today and i say no more shall your soul find um, dissatisfaction he said they will be satisfied with bread and i bless you that this dissatisfaction of your soul it comes over you right now in the name of jesus Amen. And God, we just bless you for the many healings that are happening right now and for the many infirmities that you are taking away from your people. I thank you because they come into the place of newness and wholeness in the name of Jesus. I thank you because you are blessing them thoroughly and completely, oh God. We thank you because the sicknesses that were on the Egyptians, the sicknesses of our seasons of before, they do not come upon us yet again because they have no ground. There are no grounds for them, oh God. And so Father, we just bless you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' name and pray. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um. So quickly, I want us to look at um, the parable of the talents yet again. Um. There were certain things that were mentioned in the scripture that I thought, oh, um, understanding the protocol of service is also in that um, scripture. So I think it's in the book of Matthew um, 20, 25 is that's one verse 14, and it talks about a master. And just to say this, that in scripture, there are many ways the Lord was represented, or the many ways he was talked about. And you know, Jesus always called God Father, he always reintroduced him to us as Father, or saying, Habba. You know, but there were certain there were also certain other, um, other offices that the Lord had in that time. You know, um, Jesus will talk about him as the judge. And so knowing that the Lord is a judge also means that you know the protocol of service, or rather, the protocol of um, the cult, rather, yeah, the protocol of the courts. You know, knowing him as a father also know is also, you know, in the protocol of sonship. Um, there were different ways he was um, referred to in scripture, but one of the key ones also was him being referred to as a master, you know, and Many times when you look at the scripture, you think, "Oh, this master is harsh. You know, he's just—he's all here for business. He doesn't—he he doesn't joke around." But that's because there's so many things at stake, and that's because he has given so many things. As a master, you find out that, that the very first thing he does is to give, not even to collect you know so the bible talks about yes the master who calls his servants and then he he basically calls him calls them in front of him and these people having nothing he gave them and he says you know basically tells them to go multiply and he says he gave to one five he gives to another two and he gives to another one and then he says something very very critical and he says according to their ability you know he gave them and then at the time they went you know and he went away and he went away for a number of um, a certain period of time he kept, he comes back and you know the servants present themselves before him and then the first one multiplied it and gave him ten you know and he says to this one I have made you you know you really of many and then he says enter into my joy. The second one he gave to came back multiplied also and he does the same says the same word he says I read you excuse me, a rule of many, of many. And he he says, enter into my joy. The last one doesn't do anything with it. In fact, he says, oh, I know you're a wicked man. You saw where you do not reap, You have this where you've not scattered. You know, and so because of that, I hid it in the ground. And then there was that um, hot exchange between the both of them, with the master calling him a wicked servant, you know. But the thing you have to remember is the very first instance where he calls them, nobody had anything, they were all slaves. They had nothing, you know, and he gave to them. I mean, take a minute to understand that they didn't have to prove themselves before he gave. He just gave to them. You know, whatever happened afterwards is not what we're talking about. Before anything happens, the Bible says he gave to them, and so that's why I know that. And we pray that prayer of the abundance of God and just the abundance of provision, because when He's calling us into that, the Lord will not call you into a thing, you know, without giving you the provision of it. I don't know whether you understand that. So. Um, so if he has called you as the man, you know, the father of your children or the, or the husband of a, of a wife, then he's going to provide for you as that, you know. And so at that instance, even before the worthy of anything, he gave unto them. He gave them his sweat. He gave them, you know, his provision and he gave to the sons and then he says, go multiply, you know, and the time when they come back, um, the ones that came back, it's so funny to me that the reward for their labor was more responsibility and then joy. He gives them joy. So I know that he gives them joy and he gives them rest. So this is the season of your rest. So it is not service as a labor. You cease from all your labors. It says you will cease from, you know, six days you work. On the seventh day, you cease from all your labor and you cease from all your work because you're entering into the rest of the Father. And so Father, we just receive it right now. We receive the understanding even of what it means to be in your rest. We receive the understanding of what it means to come into that place you know, of, uh, of your rest, oh God. And so this is our prayer this evening. You know, even as we have dedicated and rededicated ourselves into the service of, of the kingdom and of God, we ask, Baba, that you will give us rest concerning this matter. And all matters for that matter, you know, you will help us to come into that place of complete rest and of complete peace, where we are at peace with everyone and everything because we know that the Lord is leading us, because we understand that even though the physical presence of the master is not here, the teachings that he has given us, the spirit that he has brought upon us, is able to guide us in everything and so father we come into that place of rest in the name of jesus and even saying that is also saying that we come into that place of joy knocking on that door service is also knocking into the place um, of his joy and so father we receive an abundance of it and if you're here and you've been struggling to receive that joy i just pray for you it is the holy spirit that gives he gives it, he gives it in abundance, he says it is like, you know, the the rivers that that is flowing over the banks, and I pray over you that you will receive him right now, and the presence of his joy in the name of Jesus, remember that Eden is a place of his delight, his presence is his delight in itself, and so Father, I just ask that you will wash over us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter the time, it doesn't matter the season, I pray that you will wash over us in the name of Jesus, and then just to talking about the master that I gives, you know, the Holy Spirit just reminded me that, you know, as I'm saying this, some of you may be doubting, you know, the words that I'm speaking in regards to abundance, but, you know, the Holy Spirit is like, I'm not, I'm not stepping back away from that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to retract my work because, um, some people are saying to themselves, you know, I know that, for instance, in the U.S., there's a there's high, there's inflation right now. Um, even in Nigeria, you know, it's really, really bad. I think even in the U.K., I don't know where you're, where you're from. I know that even in the U.K., housing and you know, all of that has gone up. And the Lord is saying that my words are, despite those situation, is despite what you see. Again, the, the slave received before he did anything, you know. And so God is saying that this is the season of his abundance and the season of his Satisfaction. And then um, just praying also, the Bible talks about how um, after these ones were given their reward, we talking about the servant who could not multiply. The, the words that he speaks, you know, they are very, very key to why he did what he did. Because for me, the servant had offense in his heart against the master. He felt like the master had basically done something wrong to him, and he had the right to hold to it, because that is why he was saying to him, he says, I know you're a very hard man, he says, I I know that you're a man who is hard to please you're not pleasant in any way. He couldn't see the goodness of the master. He couldn't see that the master was given him, you know, but all he had was complaints. And he says, I know you're a hard man. He says, reaping where you did not sow and um, gathering where you have not scattered. So you see that this guy could not function fully and effectively because there was offense in his heart against his master. You know, and, you know, I feel very strongly that the Lord is saying you know, pray against offense in this season because it will be a strategy for warfare, the ability to remain calm, the ability to keep um, to keep the presence, and to keep your mind stayed on God, and not to get riled up in this season, I feel like the Lord is saying um, we should be very, very careful with that, and so this is our prayer again this evening, God, that you will keep our mind stayed on you, you will help us to navigate through the season with your spirit, you will cause us to let go of every offense, and any offense that may come in this season, we pray, Baba, that you know, you will give us the grace and the ability to forgive even as you forgive us oh god we ask oh god that we will be at peace with all others oh god at peace with ourselves forgiving ourselves forgiving others and just being able to see our brothers and our sisters in the light of whom which you also see them we pray that our eyes will not be clouded by our pain it will not be clouded by our guilt it will not be clouded by our shame but rather we can come into that place True intimacy and exchange with you, oh God. So even if we ever get to that, please give us the boldness and the courage to come before you, laying every matter before you, because I sense very strongly that if before the master left, that servant had gone ahead to say, this is what, you know, ails my heart, maybe there would have be been redemption for him. And so Father, we ask for just that season of, you know, the ease of your presence and the ease of conversation in the name of Jesus. And the last one um, is just praying against every fear, every form of fear, you know, that may come in this season. The Bible says that he delivers us from them all. It doesn't matter what it looks like. If it looks like panic attack, if it looks like fear in its actual form, if it looks like nervousness, whatever it may be. And the reason why we're praying against that is because the Bible says that the servant said to the master, it was because I was afraid it was his fear, his greatest fear, maybe a fear of failure, a fear of you know, feeling like I may not be worthy of what I was given or a fear of feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do with all that I have been given. I don't know how to trade. I feel like I'm wasting time. I feel like I'm wasting resources. Whatever the fear may be, it hindered him from being able to do that which the master, and you know, the master even said to him, he said, even if he was to put it in advance so that he actually collects deposits, I don't know what that looks like right now So you, but you know just even the minimum would have you know, helped in this situation and you know for the master I was like why would you even dare to put it in the ground you didn't see the treasure what I gave to you and you buried it in the earth it is things that have died that they buried in the ground They took that and you buried it away you know just to hide it and just to be whatever and like I can't deal with this now, you know. But the Lord is saying this is not a season. It's a season of engagement. It's a season of liberty. It's a season of grace. It's a season of strength. It's a season of easy prayers and communion with the Father. And so I just pray over each and every one of us, you know, when we have one or two fears or whatever, however they present themselves, and I just pray that the presence of the Spirit will dispel them in the name of Jesus. His love will dispel every form of fear that has informed or garrisoned themselves against us in, this time in the name of Jesus. And we come into the reality of your spirit. We receive new perspective in the name of Jesus. The Bible again says that he will deliver us from it all. He will deliver it from all the wows. He will deliver from all the saints. He will deliver you from you know, the reality that it has presented in your mind, it will deliver you from every stronghold that fear has built, and it will just cause it to be washed away and to be flushed away from your consciousness, because in this season, you have become Adam in the garden. In this season, you are the one who manages and you keep the presence of the Lord. You are the one who brings the presence of the Lord into a matter and into an atmosphere. For every time you pray, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. For every time you talk. the spirit of the Lord overwhelms you every time you sing the spirit of the Lord comes over you and I don't just mean it in the place of prayer or the place of you know spiritual activities but even in life as it were so you need to come into that place so today I bless you with the spirit of God today I bless you with the ability and the to carry him. So Today a new consciousness of him has come over you because you're a servant in his kingdom. You multiply and you are effective with his spirit. you steward his spirit in this season in Jesus' name. And so Father, we just bless you once again for your words. We bless you, Baba. For your spirit, we bless you for the multiplication that is happening within us Lord. God. We thank you for the greater responsibility that you have given us by using our service to you. And we receive it wholeheartedly, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, praise God. Um, this is the end of today's prayers, right? Uh, prayer and we continue tomorrow. It's nine. We're still journeying to 31st. You know, thank you so much for you know, joining us and praying, you know, keep the faith, you know, don't give up, try as much as you can, you know, if you have the strength to fast, fast, if you've not been doing so, try as much as you can to do so, take our time to pray and seek the presence of the Lord, and just be free and, you know, loving in his presence, all and through. Thank you for joining us once again. Good night, everyone. God bless you. God bless you.